0: Today on the News and Why It Matters, Iranian missiles were launched and President Trump is a warmonger. Does this mean it's World War III? Hmm, we'll see about that. Uh, We've got a lot coming up. You don't wanna miss it, and it starts right now. Oh, hello there. Welcome to the News and Why It Matters. I am Sarah Gonzalez. Today, I feel like it's just my lucky week i've got glenn beck oh. third day in a row wow
1: isn't that lucky even the view yeah i e- wish my wife still felt that way <laughs> <laughs> oh your- you're back again oh, i just went to work honey <laughs> oh okay
0: it's your 20th anniversary today by the way happy anniversary yeah, thank you very much that's a big one i can't believe she's
1: 20- still she's- with me yeah No, i don't know what's wrong what's with her wh- <laughs> uh, but uh, i'm going to untie her and take her to to uh to dinner tonight and uh, celebrate our 20th and friday is my 20th anniversary in talk radio.
0: Wow. Uh,
1: and that, I can't believe, has flown by so fast. Just so fast. Well,
0: congratulations yeah, on you. both of those. Uh, we've got Chad Prather, host of The Chad Prather Show, here on Blaze TV. And-
2: you're, welcome. you're welcome, Sarah, and you're welcome, America.
0: <laughs> and wherever you get your <laughs> podcast, And uh, Blaze.com's own Aaron Colin. He's it's a, your lucky day. It, I know. Oh my there. gosh. I
1: mean, this is this is the trifecta. <laughs>
0: uh, before we get into it, we just want to thank our sponsor, My Patriot Supply. Glenn, are, on a scale of one to ten, how how big of a prepper are you? Eleven.
1: <laughs> I would say eleven. <laughs> okay. Yeah, you know, the only thing I, I haven't done is uh, learn how to like actually use the surgical kit. You know, <laughs> I was I was up at the uh, at the ranch and. I'm going through all of the prepping stuff that I've got, and I pull this thing out, and I'm like, ah, okay, this is the surgical kit. And I open it up, and it's got all the scalpels and everything. And I'm just like, I hope to God I never have to use this. <laughs> you should shoot stew.
0: <laughs> I'll dig it, it out. Test it out. Uh, but, I mean, in all seriousness, I'm not a prepper. I still believe you've got to have at least, what, two, three weeks worth uh, of...
1: Three weeks is really good. Six months emergency is... Emergency food. ...is... Um, is Probably really, really good. Um, uh, You know, a year is is what I like because I could feed my family. I'd lose my job and feed my family for a year. That's that's that. It's bizarre how when I hit the year, and I sat down on my basement stairs and I looked at all the boxes and I, it was like this weight of a dad that just came off of me. I was like, I could die. And my family will at least have food for a year. They might be living in, you know, like a cardboard box built of mm. all of those boxes. But
0: It's very optimistic yeah, there, Glenn. Yeah. Thank you for that. In yeah. uh, and, and all seriousness, though, you don't know when, you know, some sort of emergency is going to happen. You have to prepare ahead of time.
1: I think of what happened. Last night we were talking about, I got calls and they were, they were like, Glenn, they could cyber attack. They're <laughs> good at cyber attack. If they would have hit us with cyber attack last night.
0: Governor Abbott said that they were trying. Yeah. Texas, specifically.
1: Yeah. I mean, so. what happens? Yeah. What are you going to get? Where are you going to
0: get your food? Yeah. You're, you, are, you want to be prepared. That's not the kind of thing that you want to just, like, leave by the wayside until it happens. Uh, right now, you can go to preparewithglenn.com. You can save 40% on these food kits. It's two weeks of emergency food, breakfast, lunch, and dinner. off. You don't want to miss out on this. This week, go to preparewithglen.com to save that 40% right now. Uh, You're going to thank him. You're going to thank us whenever it happens and you've got your your emergency food kit. So last night, uh, Iran launched ballistic missiles at an Iraq uh, base. U.S. troops, Iraqi troops, everyone there. Um, And no one was... No Americans were killed. I heard that there were, what, 30-something Iraqis who were injured, um, but no Americans were killed. And if you turned on the mainstream media, you would have thought that this was just, I mean, this was the beginning of the
1: end. I had um, really smart people uh, on my research team, really smart people, three of them going out, you know, on text, and everybody were in this texting And... And I finally jump on and I'm like, dudes, relax, relax. We don't know anything yet. We don't know anything yet. And Jason was saying, ballistic missiles, there's something wrong. Ballistic missiles, cruise missiles, will target. Ballistic missiles, we can shoot down. Mm -hmm. And that was the first sign that they're not hitting anything. They're not not serious about this. I I think this is a great day. Today. Mm -hmm. Tomorrow they might do something else. But today... Was a great day,
0: but I mean, you say tomorrow they might do something <coughs> else. I mean, they've been doing things. Oh yeah, they, right. I, I mean, mean they, they've they've been launching attacks on us. They've been yeah. launching missiles, so that wouldn't be really out of no. the ordinary. And it no. certainly wouldn't be anything that we would have uh, started with Trump killing Soleimani. Chad. Yeah. I, well,
2: I caught some heat because of the, ever the jokester. I got onto Twitter as soon as we heard that, and I said. Persian women, when you unwrap them, are very hot. Let's go liberate some ladies. And, of course, people said, well, our troops are under attack. That's not appropriate. Well, they've been under attack. They have been for a long, long time and will continue to be. We've seen that. But I felt at ease when I, like you, learned what type of missiles they were firing. Mm -hmm. I had friends all the way from Major League Ball Players that were sending me text messages going, oh, my God, what's going on? And I said, these are going to be strategic misses." Mm -hmm. And it'll be dependent on how we react to this I I you we'll chalk this up as a a win Mm -hmm. for the U.S. and for Trump.
3: So the problem is when you get on Twitter and a lot of people get their news from there, (laughs) and so you follow this as it goes moment by moment and you see reports, there's 20 people killed and there's, you know, more attacks coming and people panic. And so as you go through the cycle, people are so eager to put a take out there, what this means, why this is Trump's fault, why it was a mistake for him to kill Soleimani because this is happening. That we don't even get the information people won't wait five minutes to say what actually happened and it's so damaging because people are so worked up and then after the fact they want to cover the fact that they were so worked up by making up some sort of take mm-hmm. why it's still bad and so they try to double down on the yeah. fact that well this is still a disaster even though actually like you said best-case scenario
1: it couldn't have really ended better than this given what was going on we got we we, we got a really bad guy a really bad guy Taken out of the mix. Mm-hmm. We have taken that regime and, and shook them in their boots. Right, Th- This was an act of, please don't hurt us mm-hmm. last night. Okay, mm-hmm. So we, sh- we changed the dynamic from what has been a GOP nation building, then total cowardice and, and weakness, to now that speech that he gave today, with an exception of he didn't mention the people in Iraq, or in Iran, which I would have liked to have seen him do. That was one of the m- best, most effective speeches I've ever seen um, him give, and maybe since Reagan. Mm. He walked out last, uh, yeah, this morning, and he, the first thing he said was, we will not let this stand. Mm-hmm. Good morning. Yeah. I've never heard, that's, that's a performer. That's somebody who knows how to structure something. He came to the podium and that's the first thing he said. You're never getting uh, 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 nuclear weapons. Then he said his good morning and then he went right into a powerful speech.
0: Yeah. Uh, Let's go ahead and and listen to a little bit of Trump's speech that he delivered uh, this morning. To the people and leaders of Iran we want you to have a future and a great future one that you deserve
3: one of prosperity at home and harmony with the nations of the world the united states is ready to embrace peace
0: with all who seek it what a warmonger yeah yeah
1: well i'm sure they'll attack him for what he said about how we spent 2.3 trillion dollars on our military yeah. But he that is strength through peace. He put the entire world on notice. Mm-hmm. You don't think that Kim Jong-un and others around the world didn't see Soleimani's death and go, "Holy cow!" Mm-hmm. Hurry, hurry, Holy cow. W- yeah. <laughs> Whoa, what a <laughs> Well, I've already undressed the yeah. Persian women in all my right. head, so there's that. Uh, I mean, that is remarkable. So all of our enemies know we can kill you and you'll never see it coming anywhere in the world. Not only that, but then when he went on to say, hey, NATO, England, Germany, France, we don't need this oil anymore. Mm-hmm. We're energy independent. You better step to the plate because we ain't doing it. And then We've got hypersonic weapons in development, and we will use them. We don't want to, but we will. That changed the dynamic. Yeah. Aaron, what did you think of the speech?
3: I thought the speech was good. and I think it shows that we don't as a nation have to overreact to what Iran is doing. We don't have to feel like we have to retaliate against them and blow up oil fields and do all kinds of the stuff to be strong. We just have to say this is our position. We will retaliate and defend ourselves if we need to, but we're not going to go overboard to start some extra conflict. We're not interested in intervening in this thing in more of a way than we need to. We're just interested in holding our own ground maintaining our peace, defending our allies. And so that sets a standard to where we can potentially have peace even against a nation that's not going to be our ally. We're not going to have a treaty with them. But they know that they cannot come and just do whatever they want to us with no consequences.
1: I've been waiting for a president to say, since 9-11, and I was for the war in Afghanistan and Iraq, and that was a mistake. Mm -hmm. What we need to have is a president who says, You kill American citizens or American military, we're going to pound you, and it'll take us about 25 minutes, and then we're gone, Mm -hmm. and you won't be there. And that's the Trump policy. Mm -hmm. As long as you're not killing our people, oh, you shot a drone out of the sky. Well, that cost us some money, but you shot a drone out of the sky. You kill one American, and we are going to rain down just hellfire on your head and then we're going to go home and we're not going to think about it again that's the kind of policies that we should have that unless you are interrupting our business in a dramatic scale or you take or kill one of our citizens
0: yeah Uh, Hardcore leftists obviously are not going to be moved by anything that Trump has to say. They're always going to say everything that he does is bad. You know, uh, Trumpers that will just agree with everything he does, they're going to agree with everything he does. But Chad, what do you think this does for the people that are in the middle? Well, first
2: of all, hardcore leftists think that men still get their periods. So they can't figure out if it's a, a war hero or a general, right, when it comes to Soleimani. They're confused folks. The folks in the middle have gotta wake up to the realization, again, I've said it a million times. Trump is not some far rest far right extremist, he's not a warmonger, he is actually a pretty peaceful seeking person. Yes, he's America first, and he is going to put this nation in front of everything and protect it at all costs. And that's what we're seeing, this promise of a Carthaginian peace. Not only are we gonna bomb the snot out of you just plow your fields up, we're gonna pour salt on it so nothing grows there ever again. You've got to look at this and say, today I'm happy and proud to be an American. Mm -hmm. I'm thankful that I have a leader who's in place. I mean, do you want a a dancing around uh, Elizabeth Warren who is just, I mean, is that a look of strength? And I will remind everybody, it's not hard to go back and find the clip of Hillary Clinton saying, if I'm elected president, we will attack Iran. Those were her exact words. Mm -hmm. You'll see it tonight if you watch the Chad Prather show. We had Clint Emerson, who is a warfighter. He was... Uh, Navy SEAL, he spent time in the region. He was DOD black ops, covert operator. This guy, we, we break it down uh, talking about the Iranian state, the Iranian leadership versus the Iranian people. Mm-hmm. Don't get confused. Those in the middle, don't get confused when you see thousands of people showing up at Soleimani's funeral. you got to understand, these folks aren't turning out because they love the man. They turn it out because they get pub- uh, publicly punished mm-hmm. if they don't.
1: Mm-hmm. But I think that's also reasonable to believe in a country that size that there are a million people that mm-hmm. are hardliners and they really yeah. did love the person you know look how many people in pussy hats came out i mean that doesn't mean that everybody in america agrees with that far from it yeah. far from it yeah. mm-hmm. you know it's not telling the real story
0: who was it msnbc that was just broadcasting oh, yeah
1: state television yeah state television. i think of this it's incredible that's like if we killed Heydrich. The guy who, you know, was the SS and then did all the slaughter in in Poland. We assassinated him, who he was assassinated. And then our our television programs or our radio programs just broadcast his funeral... It, from Nazi Germany into that,
3: America. Who was that for? Like, What was the audience for that that wanted to see that funeral and wanted to see coverage of him as a hero and see how much he was revered and all that? I don't know who that was for.
0: The three people who read uh, the New York Times. I how many think?
2: times have you played that game where if you could go back in time and do this, would you do it? For instance, would you go back and assassinate Hitler if you knew what you mm-hmm. knew now, but you could mm-hmm. go back, or uh, Bin Laden? And we have the, the Secretary of Defense who comes out yesterday and says, "We this wasn't a matter of weeks, this was a matter of days before something major was about to happen, it was all because of this man, Soleimani. So we took action on that. Now, after the fact, we would have been saying, well, why didn't he do something about this guy? Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. One way point. or another, you lose. Yeah.
0: All right, back in a minute.
1: That's the, 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 they brought up, oops, I think it was Slate, brought up Heydrich.
0: Before we get back into the program, we would like to thank our sponsor, Relief Factor, who I guess could probably be thanked for Glenn's positive mood today. Yes? Mm.
1: No? Well, yes and no. I mean, I lots mean, positive-ish of I mean, positive ish mood. Yeah, lots of <laughs> things may be positive today, but not being in pain is uh, is one of them. I'm trying try to remember. Has it been two years or three years since I've been I taking two. it have been taken? Two. Two years? Yeah. I started taking it around Christmas time uh, two years ago, and I was at the end of my rope, and it was my lovely wife who was the one who said, I'm not listening anymore if you're not willing to try everything. And so I tried it begrudgingly. It's not going to work. It's all natural crap. That's, I need narcotics or something. <laughs> and, uh, and I didn't want to take narcotics, but I was at that point. I tried Relief Factor. I haven't looked back. Two years into it, I still take it twice a day. I take it once at breakfast, once at dinner, and I'm telling you, my life has changed.
0: You can thank Relief Factor for the fact that you're celebrating your 20th anniversary, because Tanya... Might have can, divorced me.
1: Yeah, she yes, can stand indeed. you now yeah. thanks yeah. to Relief yeah. Factor.
0: Uh, get a three-week quick start pack. 70% of the people who try that, they keep ordering more because it works for that many people. It can work for you. Uh, you can go to relieffactor.com. It's $19.95. That is worth it if it gets you out of pain. It is life-changing. Relieffactor.com or you can call 800-500-8384. Uh, before we move on, just kind of want to get your quick thoughts on the Ukrainian Boeing 737 that uh, crashed in Iran shortly after the missiles were launched. Um, Iran said that they would not turn over the black box to Boeing uh, or Ukraine for analysis and Iran's official state news agency said that the plane crashed because of an engine fire uh, so a technical fault and it of course they didn't give any explanation as to how they reached that conclusion. Um, Glenn, what are your thoughts? Well on
1: that? it exploded in the sky. Mm-hmm. Now, that could be done from, you know, jet fuel, but it's pretty hard to light that stuff uh, up. Mm -hmm. Uh, I don't know enough to, you know, a responsible person would say, let's wait and see. Mm -hmm. Um, But I'm not always a responsible (laughs) person. I'm guessing that this could be a a trigger-happy guy. They were eight minutes Mm-hmm. Um, out from the airport, they were taking off. Might have been an engine fire, but the black box makes me suspicious that it was somebody who was like, oh, I don't know, is that a plane, is that a friendly or not? Because it was in the heat of the battle, and it could have very easily been a mistake.
0: That is what makes it weird, Chad, right? I mean, you'd think that they just give the black box over. Yeah, no, well, no what, well,
2: a lot of things that make it weird, that certainly is a sign of mm-hmm. a supposed guilt there. But, you know, first of all, if you don't think that this is an undeveloped, backwards country that's... I mean, let's talk about what it is do they have capabilities yeah but who sends out a commercial airplane that fast in the middle of a bomb attack when you're sending missiles out when you probably have all of your own missile protection in place mm-hmm. and and very wary of anything mm-hmm. that's coming in or going out and you're watching this so it's pretty suspicious on that but on another note you know I'm seeing the pictures of here are these Iranian men who are carrying away these people who died in this crash in body bags and they're picking up literally the pieces of bodies mm-hmm and you realize these these men are, are humans they're they're human mm. citizens in Iran they're dealing with life the same way we do now they're in the middle of this crisis doing and then my heart really kind of went out to the people of Iran oh, caught yeah. in the middle of this because now they're just like you and me in that regard a different mindset but i mean that's just that's look that's an eastern mindset versus a western mindset there of course we've got that but still you're dealing with humanity and humanity is everywhere. It's all across the country. So you gotta remember this isn't just a us against them thing. There are people involved.
3: Yeah, and for the sake of the families of the people who are on that plane, they should know what happened. Right. And you know, the timing of it, the video you see a plane on fire in the sky with that <clears throat> timing with what was going on. There are a lot of questions about it. And I think, you know, for the sake of the people mourning somebody who they lost in that situation, you know, I think we deserve to know what happened and why that plane was. Most went down.
1: likely it was just some sort of catastrophic failure. But I have to tell you, if you want to join the community of nations, you want to be a decent, you know, de- deemed decent humans mm-hmm. that are running a nation, mm-hmm. you turn the black box over. Yeah. Just turn it over. Yeah.
0: Uh, CNN's Jake Tapper kind of had it out with Eric Swalwell, our favorite farter, Eric Swalwell, uh, on the Democrats impeachment stalling gambit failing after Mitch McConnell, of course, announced that Republicans had enough votes to uh, set their own trial rules. There's just a little bit of that back and forth. Watch.
1: With all due respect, this leverage gambit does not seem to have worked. <laughs>
3: well, he should still just do the right thing. I, I, you know, Having the votes is one thing, but if you have a key witness that the House was not able to obtain, who is now saying he's willing to come forward, mm. the right thing seems to be, well, let's hear from this witness.
1: I guess I wonder just like what world you guys live in. If you think that Supreme Court Chief Justice uh, John Roberts is going to, Get his robe dirty with a, the political tenor of this or Mitch McConnell is going to feel in any way pressured uh, to to do the trial the way House Democrats want to do it when this is a guy that wouldn't even have a hearing for Merrick Garland. Yeah. I mean, I understand you live in a world where you think things should be in a certain way, but that's not the world that I live in. Yeah, well, I I live in a world where uh,
3: these senators have constituents to answer to, and my hope is that they will be calling their senators and saying, in any trial, when you have a witness come forward who has seen a lot, who called uh, this Ukraine scheme a drug deal, uh, you should allow that person to testify. I I hope the phones are ringing right now and senators are still persuaded by what their constituents actually think.
0: Do you want to just bang your head against a wall when you hear this?
1: Yeah. (laughs) (laughs)
0: No, don't really do it, Chad. It's not going to hurt
1: a thing. Uh, um, Because Tapper wasn't even saying, uh, he wasn't even saying you're wrong. Yeah. I mean, what needs to be said, needs to be said by every pundit on the right when they get into this. Well, you know, we tried to call Bolton and we couldn't do it. So you still have subpoena power. Mm
0: -hmm.
1: You you haven't released the articles of, of impeachment. Why aren't you calling him? The, the, the Senate doesn't have to call him. They don't even have the articles of impeachment. Mm-hmm. So what do you say? You send those articles over, then you can answer that question or ask that question. Until that time, why don't you just subpoena him? Right, yeah. Chad? I think he should have just farted.
2: Like, right in the (laughs) middle of a controversy, like, if you're just like, the world I live in is, let me just just go at it, right? That just ends all conversation. It
0: would have probably made more sense than what he said. Probably so.
3: You know, it's funny he's talking about, well, just because they have the votes, they should do the right thing. Well, we weren't hearing that when we Mm -hmm. were going through all those hearings. Mm -hmm. Democrats had their votes, and they did exactly what they want with them. So why can they now say, Republicans, just because they have the votes, they should do what we want. It doesn't make any sense.
1: Well, it's the old game that the Democrats used to play because they had the media on their side. They still have the media on their side, but the American people are no longer on the side of the media. Mm -hmm. And I want to hear Bolton testify. I'd like to hear what he has to say just for the sake of
3: transparency and truth. Mm -hmm. Everybody who testified was talking about what did Bolton say, what did Bolton have to do with it. And so he knows things that we need to know, whether it's in favor of Trump or against Trump. But I don't see any reason why McConnell should play their game why he should be like do the right thing the right thing is whatever they vote to do because that's how the process is set up
0: yeah um chad you know i think i said this yesterday what's good for the goose is good for the gander right so when the house did their whole investigation they chose not to call a whole bunch of people that uh, that they could have called now the tables have turned on them Mm-hmm. Is, I mean, do you think that we should have this whole big trial where all of these witnesses are are called up, or do you think that now, Mr. me on a personal level,
2: no. I, I on a personal level, I'd like to see it. I agree yep. with Aaron on that. I want to see it. I mean, let's let's listen to it. Let's hear what's what's there. If you have nothing to hide, then you have nothing to hide. I mean, you got a couple of people who were on a phone call. You got President Trump. You got President Zelensky. There were two people who could tell you what was on that phone call, Trump and Zelensky, and okay? the transcript they're, they're, and the transcript. <laughs> We've read the transcript. So now, if somebody has something to add to that, I want to hear. Yeah. If we're going to waste all of this time, the dollars, and all of this hot air, and I don't mean the Swalwell kind, but just the, the <laughs> rhetoric. Then let's get into this thing and let's boil it down. Let's break it down. Call the witnesses, whoever we need.
1: All of them.
0: So, OK,
2: all
1: of them. all so you of you want them. the all whole of them.
0: everything. I want all of them Fine, like full trial. Yeah,
1: we're we're going to break some news in, uh, I think, about two weeks on uh, on on Biden. That is shocking, totally shocking. Yeah. You want to call Bolton? Great. Let's call the Bidens. Why mm-hmm. can't wait. Yeah, it's a good one. Mm-hmm. All right, back in a minute. Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately.
0: So about that announcement we keep talking about.
1: Oh, geez, not again.
0: Here's the announcement. There is an announcement that there will be an announcement mm-hmm. at some point in the near future. You know
1: who that's to blame with this? Stu. Stu. <laughs> Stu is to blame. And
0: he's not here, so we get to blame him, and he can't even say anything back about That's it. That's right. Uh, so we'll keep you posted, we promise. We will uh, let you know as soon as we can. Uh, but in the meantime, don't forget, you can go to blazetv.com, catch Overtime there. You can listen to it wherever you find your podcast, Or you can see our smiling faces at blazetv.com. Use promo code NEWS, and you will get $10 off of your annual subscription. Coming up... Pictures of Bill Clinton on the Lolita Express. Chad. I'm a little turned on right now. Just (laughs)
1: thinking about it. Have you you read the story yet? Up next, enjoy bonus overtime content
2: from the news and why it matters. Available exclusively for podcast listeners and Blaze TV subscribers. Not a subscriber? Start your free trial at BlazeTV.com.
0: So uh, the Lolita Express, now I got to say, I would tell you guys you're going to be really excited to see these pictures, but I was just told uh, right before we started overtime that no one else has rights to the pictures and is not allowed to show them. So let me just describe them to you guys, because that's awesome and just the same thing. Uh, So Bill Clinton is seen on the and by the way this is at the Sun so you can go to the Sun to see these pictures Bill Clinton is seen smiling on the steps of the Lolita Express in these pictures uh, in another one he has his arm around Epstein's personal masseuse and sex slave uh, who had been ordered to wear a pilot shirt to look professional Um, also some more images show Clinton traveling on the jet while playing cards and uh, he has a big old cigar stuck in his mouth um Chad, have mm. done a lot of work on Jeffrey Epstein <laughs> and his life. So many things. Yeah, where, where do we even start here? I mean, why did these just now surface? They're and, obviously and, old pictures. And why does anyone care, right? If there's nothing
2: going on, nothing right. to see here, why does anyone care? So you go back to Prince Andrew, who gives the BBC Andrew uh, interview, and there, <laughs> there he is with his arm around the young lady that's there, and he's explaining, "Oh, this never happened. This never." Well, it's photoshopped. Well, there's nothing wrong right. with the picture. So you're playing cards on an airplane with a cigar in your mouth. Well, I mean, that sounds like my tomorrow. You know, I mean, I'm not headed off to some freaky dicky island in the in the. Tomorrow. Not tomorrow. I mean, I, you know, whatever. And they're of age. So they're, they're, let's see. Let me type in relief factor to save my marriage. Got it. Glenn Beck pushes that really big. Uh, no. But so why Why are you, you know, mm-hmm. why do you protest so much? Why is this there? We know that Bill and so many others. Let me take you back to the Ricky Gervais thing. The reason the, the, the country and the world lit up over Ricky Gervais at the Golden Globes is because they knew he was telling the truth. Mm-hmm. And, and the thing is, it was almost like a Band-Aid over everything. While we said, good for you, Ricky, mm, not so fast, folks, It was basically kind of a smooth over of saying, see there, okay, we've laughed at it. Now let's look away from it. Mm -hmm. No, it's there, it's there, it's there. Epstein was a pig. He was guilty. He was murdered. I don't care. Glenn Beck can fight me on this. (laughs) A man who is obsessed with immortality doesn't kill himself, and he was obsessed with immortality. And so there was a lot of stuff there. There were a lot of people connected there, and I'm telling you, Hollywood's still full of pedos, and so have been a lot of elected officials, Bill Clinton being one of them, I have to believe, because why do you hang so tightly with somebody, people are going to come and say, they're going to say, oh, Trump this, Trump that, Trump this. No, 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 no. Where there's smoke, there's fire, people, and you just can't look away from it anymore. I'm
3: not sure you were aware, but that was a humanitarian mission that he was on. <laughs> so There was no sort of illicit behavior, yeah. so I wouldn't. It's we're going to
2: I, <laughs> I feel your pain. I'm going to drop some water off in an Haiti, and there we go. <laughs> <laughs> over here to the VI. <laughs>
3: <laughs> but you see those pictures, and you you know, I mean, nobody's surprised by it. We, we look at it and say, yep, sure, there he is. And you look at When you see Bill Clinton, because all we know about him, everything he's doing, even if it looks innocent, you're like, yeah, I see what you're doing. He's sneaky. You know, like, mm-hmm. it looks like something. Uh, I don't even know if he's going to bother making a statement about it at this point. What's the point?
2: He's got a foot in the grave. I mean, look at him already. I mean, look at him when you go back when Hillary was running for office, running for president, and and they try to play him up like this old man, like he can't even close his mouth anymore. (laughs) (laughs) But then at Trump's inauguration, he's looking at
3: Ivanka like...
2: (laughs) He got that old bill eye going, hmm Whose
3: funeral was mm-hmm. it that Ariana Grande well, was from? Yeah. Yeah, he when, He lights up at certain, <laughs> certain points. Yeah. Just takes a little special something, and they'll get Somebody him. hits the little trigger in him, and he's like,
2: hmm And even Hillary's looking at him like, "Yo, old dog. So cute, so cute. And five minutes later, Hillary was looking at her, too. <laughs>
0: wow. wow. <I> just, what? <laughs> <laughs> All right, I mean, we already knew. We knew that he rode the plane, right? Sure. We knew that he was good friends with Epstein. Among other things. N- right. But uh, well. now, now <laughs> we have the pictures. It's not going to change, I don't think, the Democrats, though. They still, Bill and Hillary, are their darlings oh, because, yeah. you know, it's... Not sure why. At it, at well, point, you know. well, sure. because they have standards, but not for themselves, sure. Aaron. Let me Let's take you all the way back to
2: the Iran-Contra affair. Let me take you all the way back to smuggling drugs in Arkansas. Mm. Let me take you all the way back to the whole deal. The CIA was involved in the whole deal. And if you keep paying attention to the Chad Prather show very soon, we're going to have a two-part expose about how the Clintons became untouchable through a number of these little shenanigans. I, you know, can I prove it? Mm, I can get close. I can get close. But let me tell you, they're untouchable because of some things that happened.
0: It would make sense. A couple of
2: years back.
0: It would make sense because every time something else comes up with them, you know, you have the email server and everything and you're like, okay, surely this is going to be the thing that takes them down.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Benghazi, whatever. And then well, they just keep just still with us, skirting through. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. Oh, I can't wait for that, Chad. Uh, all right. More fun news.
2: I probably can wait for it because it's probably going to be
3: the end of me But whatever. (laughs) It was fun doing the show with you.
0: Yeah, it was was nice knowing you. (laughs) Uh, More fun news. Hunter Biden, you are the father Mm. of uh, the D.C. stripper's child. A judge has ruled... That he is, in fact, the father, even though Biden's like, it wasn't me. It wasn't me, I the room. Let me
2: just tell you, it guys, I'm telling you, America, I've never been so happy to read that news myself. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, you're talking about dodging <laughs> the bullet at the Breather household. <laughs> I, I knew a girl in D.C. named Dallas. Oof. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about. You know what I'm talking about. Well, congratulations about. to you hey, as well. Hey, you <laughs> bet. My urologist, I highly recommend in The vasectomy, hell, the staples are still good. Fantastic. Okay, back to Biden. <laughs>
0: The judge uh, awarded the mother primary physical and legal custody of the child and added that Biden shall have visitation with the child as agreed between the parties, which I'm sure is going to go well since he completely denied that he was a mm-hmm. father. Yeah, I'm sure he'll be there all the this time. Point. Yeah. yeah. What I'm interested to see is if anything uh, happens with the child support aspect, because previously uh, her lawyer had asked him for a laundry list of mm-hmm. finances uh, and financial records. And he doesn't think it's going to be good for him with all of this. No, I don't
3: think he wants to.
0: Ukrainian mm-hmm. With all of this endeavors. Burisma money. Yeah. yeah. Wouldn't it be nice if all of that trickled out? I don't know. Maybe October. Just
2: remember, kids, if
0: baby changes things, prom season's coming up. Oh, my God.
2: <laughs> Public service
3: announcement for the kids. There
2: you go. It can happen, it can happen to the best of society, like Hunter Biden. His don't, daddy's leading in the presidential race.
3: Don't do crack in D.C. strip clubs. I mean, that's one step.
0: I mean, go to like you know, other, st- like, what? Go
2: to a hotel with Mary and Barry. Louisiana. Like, go back. Go, go, go on to one of those deals and, and buy some crack.
3: And Burisma must not have been it paying just, that well if that's where he it's was. He's just devolved oh. so much.
2: Well, well you, I love that. You can take the man out, but, you know, you can't take that out of the man. I, and all I'm saying is, I mean, the guy had a rental car, right? That's what you do, a rental car, yeah. and just parks it. He's got a Secret Service card in there. He's got a crack pipe, and there's residue and the whole thing. Like, I'm just done with this car. Gets out, leaves it parked, and it's still got his junk in there and his ID and all kind of stuff.
3: I mean, who among us is that? <laughs> right.
0: <I> mean, <laughs> cast the first. I'm, not, I'm not be judging. Just so. uh, <laughs> Meghan Markle and Prince, what's his name? Harry? Yeah. Harry, it's Harry right? They have decided to leave the royal family.
3: Kind of
0: weird story. You didn't know you could just quit? I didn't know either. I thought it.
2: Neither do the royals.
0: (laughs) This is your blood. This is what you do. Apparently,
2: the queen's not so, you know, peeing in her depends right now.
0: (laughs) So, reports have said that uh, they did not know that this was coming, that the royal uh, family was blindsided by this. They also released a statement shortly afterwards that said uh, something like, uh, let's see. Discussions with the Duke and Duchess are at an early stage. We understand their desire to take a different approach, but these are complicated issues that will take time to work through. But of course, people behind the scenes are like, "Oh no, they're pissed." No, they this is
2: pissed. like this is some serious Disney twist right here. Like you, you marry the prince, become the princess, and then all of a sudden you make the prince kind of abdicate and leave his princess. Like bitches will do that to you. You got to be <laughs> careful who you marry, boys. They will take you from the throne. You are full of so much wisdom today. I just. Saw. <laughs> It's I'm common, learning so much, you know. Like <laughs> I just I think it's because I got a message during the break where somebody said I used to share your stuff but you've become so vulgar. And I looked at her page, <laughs> she's literally made 3 posts in the entire existence of her page. Um, and I'm like you weren't sharing anything. No. And it just increased my vulgarity.
0: <laughs> so thanks Sorry, Mom. whoever you are. Time. Jane Doe.
3: Yeah. Uh, she, are they still royal like uh, She's still can she say I'm a princess, but I'm just like hanging out in America. I don't think America. you get to
0: say you're a princess anymore if you've if you've told your in laws. Suits that
3: coming
2: back. You're wow. Nice. So, I think the royal family probably had an asterisk by her princess name anyway. Yeah. You know. And I think so there were some... I just kind of like, there's just that. There was some tension. And however many removed from the throne he is. So you got Charles and you got... Six, six, he had William, to be like six, right? Yeah. Five or six, somewhere in there. So he's already pretty backed off of the thing. It's not like um, it's not like Queen Elizabeth's father or her uncle, rather, who abdicated the throne after becoming king. So it's not something of that nature. But even he was a part of the royal family, although he didn't have a royal title. <laughs> he abdicated all that. Yeah. And so, yeah, I mean... it's. It's kind of a thing. I will give it to them. If, if they're saying, hey, look, we want to go out and be good capitalists and make our own money and do our own thing. Sure. They, they, they're pretty marketable outside of the royal family. So I'll give it to them. You got royals who are out there making their own dime. I mean, she's not going to give back that uh, wedding she had. I was about or to say, that anything. was quite a party there. Yeah, it was quite a big deal there. You know, flew mama in. And so are you saying she
0: just took advantage of them? I ain't
2: saying she's a gold digger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> but <laughs>
2: uh, they said I ain't seen her with Hunter Biden.
0: <laughs> Harry, <laughs> Harry and Meghan said that they uh, plan to balance time between the UK and North America. They said this geographic balance will enable us to raise our son with an appreciation for the royal tradition into which he was born, while also providing our family with the space to focus on the next chapter. Now, uh, I I'm, to me, I'm hearing that as like, my in-laws were in my business too much and we need to remove ourselves. All
3: I hear is that we, we want to move to a better country. That's all I hear them saying. It's like, <laughs> we just want to go to America. Like, we're balancing our Why time. Why would sure. we stay in the let's, UK Let's, let's track we how to much America. time they yeah. balance the yeah. Cue UK the James versus. Brown music. Right,
0: that. Ow! <laughs>
2: <laughs> What do you You gonna do, do the whole song?
0: Meb. Do you like her? Do you like her? No, Meb. I
2: don't know her. I don't know her.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know. I mean, don't know.
2: I mean, I, I'm like, I'm not one of those royal followers. You know, I don't pay attention to it. I don't it. care, your people, you bleed. I mean, a lot. Apparently, hemophilia runs in the family. I don't know. But you, you're just like the rest of us humans. You're just people. Like, and I, these people get like people get tore up. I'm on Twitter, they're like, what happened? What's going on? <laughs> what what Harry do? And I'm like, I'm reading kind of the ebonics into it, but it was there. <laughs> It was just there. (laughs) Like, Like, grandma's spraying up her white rain and stuff like that. And she's like, what's going on with the royals? It's real. These people hold on too tight. It's like a religion to
3: them.
0: I agree. You don't follow them, do you?
3: No, I don't at all. But I mean,
0: to the extent that you have to like, I
3: watched the first season stories. of The I Crown. I do not write any new stories about the royals. Yeah. Like, this is kind of fun. <laughs> you know? We're like, talking
2: about it. That's it. I watched the first season of The Crown, then they switched the cast up, and Elizabeth got older, and I just quit. I was like, I'm done. I'm out. You switch the cast up, I'm out. She apparently, seems
3: nice enough. Yeah,
2: apparently know. Harry's switching the cast up in real life, so we'll see. go.
0: Well, good luck to them. That
3: is your royal British analysis right there. <laughs> yeah. back next year <laughs> with some
0: more. So, California I mean, news. insightful analysis mm. here uh, on overtime. All right, yesterday's poll, which 2020 Democrat could you stand getting a beer with? This is not a shock. 70% of you said Tulsi Gabbard. So, uh, guys, you weren't here. There, it was Tulsi, Marianne, Bernie Sanders, or Andrew Yang.
3: Who would you... <laughs> Tulsi Gabbard doesn't seem that interesting to just sit and hang out with. She seems to me. like she
0: just want to talk foreign policy. Just and I'm regime like, change wars. Like, I get it.
3: You want to end You're the kind regime? kind
0: of ruining wars. my
3: vibe. Andrew Yang seems like he might be. I obviously
0: said Marianne.
3: Uh, I think he'd probably be doing, like, Different kind of drugs with Marianne Williamson. I don't. <laughs> well, no, she, she can do beer, whatever she, she doesn't wants. Doesn't seem like a beer kind beer. of person. But. <laughs> yeah, I,
2: yeah. Marianne would bring me down. I, I could get all I needed out of Marianne in about 15 seconds, laugh it off, and go on. But I, I'm agreeing with you. I think Andy Yang, Yang would be the guy.
0: Oh, Yang gang up in the house. Today's poll: Do you suspect foul play in the fatal crash of the Ukrainian plane in Tehran that killed 176 people? Of course, we talked about it earlier in the show. Let us know what you think. Obviously, we're very into. <laughs> Talking about it before we have all the facts, so you should do that too over at the Blaze's Twitter. It is at the Blaze. Also, don't forget to go find uh, Chad Prather's podcast and show. It's at TV dot com. It's also wherever you get your podcasts. Boom. The Chad Prather Show. Uh, what's what do you got going on today?
2: Uh, we have Clint Emerson in. Oh, that's to- right. Today we've got him in. We're talking about Iran. We're talking about some of the specifics of because here's a guy who's who's fought with. Mm-hmm. He's had boots on the ground, okay, and he's had a lot going on. Tomorrow is going to be an interesting episode. We're going to talk about how to survive an active shooter situation. You find yourself out in public. All of a sudden, this starts to happen. Uh, and he is quite a subject matter expert on that, and we're going to talk about that. So, tomorrow night, Ooh. 6 p.m. Texas time, which is the only time that really matters. It's true. You can get it on YouTube. Search it out. Chad Prather Show. You'll find it.
0: Chad Prather Show. And uh, make sure that you subscribe to Chad Prather's YouTube channel. Um, also, you can read this guy's yeah. articles oh, yeah. over at the Blaze Forum. Blaze.com. He's the
3: best. Better than Playboy. Thanks, guys. For the articles. Don't
0: don't (laughs) tell anyone that we said that. Yeah, no, it's not on TV (laughs) anymore. All right, we'll see you guys
2: tomorrow. Mercy. I had to to get it all out of my system. It pissed me off. That was a (laughs) lot. Thanks for listening to the News and Why It Matters. We hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you'd like to watch the program, become a Blaze TV subscriber and start your free trial now at blazetv.com.